0: Hello my dear family and friends. Welcome to the program of Living Salt of the Earth. Uh, Today I'd like to talk about miracles. I know being the salt of the earth, we have uh, an obligation to be that seasoning of humanity to enrich other people's lives. to season our words with salt, to give encouragement, to build up, not to tear down, but to build up. So as I pray or continue to speak on um, not only the salt of the earth, but different aspects of the Bible and how how we walk in it and faith, uh, the just shall live by faith and not by sight, according to Romans, I'd like to talk Uh, And speak of the the miracles that Jesus said God has done in my life. So, um, I guess have testified before and that that He's gave me a new kidney through a living donor, which ended up to be my niece, which turned out to be a perfect match. And praise God, um, I've had it's been a little over a year since I had my transplant. Um, I've gained a little weight since then, but other than that, I feel wonderful. I'm blessed and highly favored, considering that it didn't take me but a year to get on the waiting list. And then, once I was on the waiting list, it, then my niece came forward. She got tested, found out she was a perfect match, and she just ran with it. She was ready. She, We got things rolling, and uh, we was in and out a matter of months so anyways also I would like to speak about uh, Matthew 19 26 I believe is the verse and Jesus beheld him and said unto them with men this is impossible but with God all things are possible so so I know as we pray and as we continue to believe, to receive things, whether it be healing, whether it be uh, uh, salvation for a family member, whether it be uh, marital problems, financial problems, when we put our petitions before the Lord and we pray and ask God to to intervene, He's answering our prayers because we have been made righteous by the blood of Jesus and the anointing and the fact that Jesus has already done it all. So as we pray and ask God to come down and intervene, he's done what He's all he's going to do. Jesus has done it all. He, he said it is finished. That means he has won the victory. So as we continue to uh, battle against the enemy, we must remember that the battle is a spiritual battle. It's not a fleshly battle. So, against principalities and powers of, of, the, of the kingdom of the darkness. So, we tear down the strongholds. We have the power and the ability by speaking the word, standing on the scriptures, as it is written. When Jesus was tempted in, in the desert by the devil, he replied back to the devil It is written, "Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the word of God." I mean, so if we can stand on Scripture and know in our hearts that that Scripture is truth, and the truth has set us free, then we can speak with the authority that Jesus meant us to have. He's gave us that authority back. He went back into hell in the grave to get the keys for the kingdom. And he has enriched our lives. He's uh, gave us the gift of salvation by grace. Um, God has already delivered us. All we need to do is believe to receive. Believe that Jesus was born, uh, was crucified, died, and rose again. And he is alive. He is alive again. Alive in us. So I have... I've apparently been busy the last couple of weeks doing a, um, visiting my, um, stepson. He has had a stroke. He had to be air flighted to Vanderbilt. So I'm praying that, uh, he is he comes back in full recovery. And I, I believe and speak to his body for every function, every cell and every organ in his body he come into the divine creation of our Lord Jesus Christ and God the Father. So, as I continue to pray for Ricky, I, I pray that you continue to lift him up in your prayers. Come with a prayer of agreement that he is healed, delivered, and set free. And I thank the Lord that he is. So, I do want to encourage all the people listening to continue to pray. Uh, there was a big decision uh, over the past week of the Supreme Court overturning Roe versus Wade, which made a lot of um, Christians happy, and well, as well they should be. I mean, the fact that the the number of babies that have been murdered, 65 million was, I believe, was the number that they that I heard. Sixty-five million babies. Who who knows if they would have lived, what they would have turned out to be, and how they would have helped the kingdom. So yes, it's pro-life, pro-life here. Not choice. I mean, you made the choice when you had sexual intercourse and had uh, that seed planted into your womb. So I know that. Sometimes there's extenuating circumstances that, that there was not consensual sex, but we have to remember that a life is a life. A baby still has a life. He may not be born out of the womb, but there's still a heartbeat, still uh, a living thing inside that woman, inside the mother carrying the, the baby. But I'm not going to get into that. I'm, I'm more or less talking about the things that we, when we pray, we have to believe that we receive them, believe that God is our Father, and He wants the best for His children. So if we can believe to receive and know the Father cares for His children, then we, we know that those prayers will, shall be answered. Whenever we pray, we have to pray according to the will of God. If we walk with God and we talk with God, then we know the will of God, for it is written in the scriptures what his will is. And as children, we know what the Father's will is because we hear his voice. My sheep hear my voice. So if you're a sheep, then you shall hear his voice. So as we hear his voice and I pray we continue to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit each and every day. And I pray that prayer for myself. I pray that I continue to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and do the work that the Lord has put upon my heart to do. And all I can do is finish the race and continue to strive, keep on keeping on and doing what I need to do to continue to strengthen my faith, to continue to encourage those around me, to lift those up that are sick, continue to minister to those who need a peace, uh, who need whatever they need. Because I know when I got saved, I was delivered from drugs and alcohol. So I know the meaning of the word delivered. I know the meaning of being set free and I know what it means. You see, before I got Saved I was drinking Whatever You know Liquor Beer Whatever they put In front of me But when I got saved I started drinking The new wine The new wine Yes The Holy Spirit Gave me the new wine So I don't I don't miss that life I've got A new life I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus And I have been made righteous By the blood of Jesus and I thank and I praise the Lord for what He's done. Shall continue to do in my life, and I continue to pray that those listening will just continue to reach out to those around them. Whether you be a Christian, then act like a Christian, follow, be followers of Jesus Christ. Once I once heard the Lord tell me as I was praying for those. Uh, People that were coming to church and they would be straggling in, and those that would come just on holidays or whatever. And I'd pray, Lord, just touch them. Just continue to bring these people in. But then he said, I heard these three words, or four words How can I lead, lest they follow? How can I lead, lest they follow? Which is true. I mean, we tend to give testimonies of what's going on in our lives. And that's our greatest asset. That's our greatest um, spoken word, the testimony of what God has done in our lives and how he rewards those who diligently seek him. So, as we continue to witness to those... We must remember that we can't be offended if somebody doesn't isn't ready to receive the word. We can plant, let somebody else water the word, and when they're ready, they shall receive their salvation. If they're not ready, then they'll they'll rebuke you and they'll you know they'll they won't, they won't want to hear it. So I pray that the Lord gives them ears to hear. And eyes to see, continue to um, know that Jesus is alive. And he's alive in us as believers. For even as believers, we have been uh, delivered and set free. But being the salt of the earth, that's why he left us on this earth. Because the earth needs the salt. Like our body needs salt. There are many aspects, essential salts in our body that also I have uncovered cali... cali... uh, cali... uh, myrrh volley there's different essential potassium uh, different essential salts that do different things in our body and the breakdown of that uh, enriches our body so as we Continue to be the living salt of this earth, we must remember that that's what we are to do to enrich, enlighten, and bring the preserving factor of the salt into the lives of those around us and into our lives. If we're true believers, then we shall study the Word, we shall know the Word. And we shall uh, continue to minister to those that need a healing touch. And as I continue to get ready for a, a live broadcast tonight, I'll, I'll pray for those that need a healing touch. And I, and I'm not doing this for to be famous. I'm not. I'm doing this because the word has to get out, and continue to be that voice. The Lord has given me a voice to speak by delivering me. In, and I prayed while I was in the hospital that, Lord, I'll do whatever it takes to get me back on track and back and healthy. And I said, I shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. So that's why I declare that Jesus is Lord. My Father, Abba Father, is is God. And there's the Holy Spirit leads and guides me, teaches me, even as I continue to minister and and read the word. I mean, there's many things I've learned about salt, and I've no. I don't want to be keep repeating what I've already said. Um, you can read some of the posts on Facebook. I, I have a Facebook page, a group, uh, Living Salts of the Earth, and you already probably remember that. If not, look me up on Facebook. Um, I try to start up on Instagram, but I do have this podcast and that's, I have more opportunity to speak freely, to speak just from the heart and know that Jesus is alive and Jesus has done so much in my life. So even as I continue to lift Ricky up, I pray in the name of Jesus that he shall recover. He shall recover all that the devil has tried to steal. Yes, We speak to his legs, that they shall have strength. We speak to his arm, feeling back in his arm. And he'll have full faculties of each and everything. And we thank you, Lord, that he's cognitive and very understanding of what's going on around him. So even as I pray in the name of Jesus, I send forth a prayer, a healing prayer, by the stripes of Jesus that Ricky's healed. And I thank you and I praise you for your touch upon him. I think, continue to pray for his salvation. continue to pray, thank you Lord, that he believes in you. But let him know that Jesus is Lord and accept and proclaim him as such, as a redeemer. So, I thank and I continue to uh, lift those up around me, my family members. continue to lift up uh, family friends that have lost a mother, uh, the Wojcik family. Just pray for them, that they're have comfort for I know what it is to lose a mother my mother's been gone for many years but as well as my dad but I knew it was a rough time getting through that uh, loss and grieving it's a grieving process I need to pray for the Wilcoms family as they continue to grieve their son and brother and father grandfather he uncle. He was a good man. Great man of God. For he was a believer. And he was a civil servant. So I thank and praise you, Lord. Just continue to give Wilkins family peace. And I thank and I praise you, Lord. Just continue to pray for those that have lost a loved one. That they know that they shall see them again if they were a believer in And if they are believers, then they shall see them again in heaven. So I thank and I praise you for your touch, Lord. I thank and I praise you for each and everything that you do in my life and shall continue to do. And I thank you, Lord, that even as I continue to read the scriptures of what you gave me, the Mark, the Matthew, the Mark, the Luke, the four Gospels, are what we say they shall be. What Jesus did. They're, they're our true examples. Right? So then we know that Jesus told them, even as he told them, when he when they would be praying together, when Jesus prayed in the garden and he asked the other disciples to pray with them. And they could not even keep their eyes open. Their eyes were so heavy. And Jesus told them, Could you not tarry with me for even an hour? Well, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And so we as, as um, believers have to overcome that flesh. That's why we crucify our flesh daily. Because it is a matter of overcoming the flesh. And being... Christ-like, to be Christlike means to be under the anointing, to be like Jesus. So we made an image of God. So I thank and I praise the Lord for what he does and what he continues to do each and every day. He answered, even what... Even the disciples had times when they doubted, when they prayed for people and they didn't get... Uh, like the the one father who brought his son and they, they were praying for the disciples to heal them, cast the de- devil out of them. Well, they couldn't do it. So then he had to bring them forth for Jesus. And Jesus said, Oh, faithful generation, how shall how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And so they brought brought him unto him. And Jesus cast that demon out. And then he says, How did he do it? He said, This kind only comes by fasting and prayer. So fasting is a good as- aspect for a miracle. If you have a need, also you can sow a seed. If you send... Put forth a a seed of expectation for what you expect. Then it shall happen for you. You have to name your seed. Put a name on that seed. Whether it be financial, whether it be healing. So even scripture says it is better to give than to receive. So as we give and expect to receive... 30-fold, 100-fold, we can expect that miracle to happen because we have to, even Jesus said, pray, believe in your heart, and, and give thanks for it ahead of time, even before you see it. You shall have that miracle. You shall have whatever you spoke. And that's why one of the evangelists, famous evangelists used to say, you got a miracle in your mouth. Because we can speak it forth. And I'm not talking um, foolishness. I'm not talking, you know, wishing for a new motorbike or, you know, a new boat, fishing boat. I'm talking things that would uh, further the kingdom. Things that would help aid you in furthering the kingdom, expanding the kingdom. So... Even the miracles that I have seen in my life, which I've seen many, the when I was shortly saved, I was out on a farm with my at my sister's farm, and they were riding the ATV around, and they were giving the kids a ride, and we had this three or four year old young young man decided he wanted to go with his dad, and his dad was jumping over these little hills, and well, he was wearing t-shirt and some shorts so his dad stopped and he went to jump on the atv well the little boy put his leg up against the hot muffler and you know those things get hot well as soon as he did it he screamed let out a holler and of course they we grabbed him up off that atv and it was already turning red so I laid my hands on him and prayed that it's, sh- you know, no, no burn. You know, we bind that, uh, that burn. We bind any, uh, bubbling. We bind, uh, anything that tries to take hold of this child. And as I laid hands on him when we prayed, the child was crying when, when we first laid hands on him. But as we prayed, he, he quieted down. And do you know wasn't even probably an hour later, and he was back to playing, back to doing whatever he was doing. But when we looked at his leg, there was not even one red mark on his leg. It was like, wow, the Lord put us a burn bomb or healing bomb, the bomb of Gilead on his leg, for there was not a not a red mark, not a a bubble, not nothing. So I thank you, Lord, that his healing word and his word does not come back null and void, but accomplishes all that it says it's out to do. So as so I continue to pray and um, ask those to share these podcasts, and I continue to thank the Lord that uh, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much according to James, Uh, 516. And I thank the Lord that He's given us the privilege to speak to Him, to call Him Abba, Father. So even as we continue to lift these people up and lift those loved ones up uh, that are lost, continue to pray for their souls, continue to pray, Father Lord, that pray for the churches, that they come together. We break down the denominational walls. It's not about what religion we are. It's it's about who Jesus is. It's not about us. It's about who Jesus is and who God is. He's the Father, and the only way unto the Father is through the Son, Jesus Christ. So, as I close out today, I want to thank those for listening. Share uh, more of what I've learned and salt of the earth, and uh, what the Lord puts upon my heart to pray about, so even as I continue to know that he said that all things are possible to him that believeth according to, to, to Mark, so all we have to do is believe it and receive it and give thanks for it, but the most key thing of, of all is having a spirit of humility, having a spirit of thanksgiving. To give thanks. Even when Jesus took the communion and broke the bread, he blessed it, gave thanks for it, and then they shared the meal. Then they shared the, the covenant, the body of Christ, which is the host, which is the communion bread, the wine, and the blood of Jesus. So I close out today and wish that all those check out my facebook page hope you're enjoying these podcasts it's a little more on the fly today i didn't have i decided to do it a little more uh, live today and just speak from the heart today instead of reading scripture or uh, reading it off a of script which i normally do but um uh, being how it's been a busy couple weeks i decided to do it this way so i hope you enjoy it praise god give god the glory and i thank and i ask blessings upon you may he make his face to shine upon you and bless you and keep you shalom nothing missing nothing broken the peace of god and sending love and your blessings upon you to those that believe and receive it i give you thanks so have a good night god bless and lots of love Hello, my dear family and friends, and welcome to the program of Living Salt. Today, I'd like to talk about many things, but the one thing I would like to do, first thing I'd like to do is thank my God, what an awesome God we serve, for the many things He's done in my life and shall continue to do. And even as I continue to search scripture and And give him praise for all he's done, not only in my life, but in my family's life. I I just want to read scripture, Psalms 92. Before the mountains were built, before you gave birth to the earth and the world from beginning to end. You are God, and he is our God. He is our creator. He is the great I am. He is uh, El Shaddai, the most high God. But as I continue to uh, do my podcast and do this program, I want to invite you to uh, invite li- other listeners, um, share with other, other people. I know um, as I continue to um, give my testimony and, and dig deeper into um, the Salt of the Earth program, um, I know I tend to give a lot of scripture but that's what the word's all about—is digging deeper into the Scripture. Sometimes, when you dig into Scripture, you you'll pull up a nugget. I mean, you can read Scriptures many times and and not see something, and then you one day you'll read it and it'll just jump out at you, and and the Holy Spirit will will teach you and and enlighten you, and He is uh, He is our teacher, and He's the best teacher we have. So. Uh, Before I get started too far, I wanted to read from my last post. Um, I'm hoping you're having a wonderful weekend. Let me first say what a mighty and awesome God we do serve. When I think of all he has done for me and my family, I can only say thank you, Jesus, for the many times he's delivered us from sorrow and sickness, the many answered prayers for family members and our friends. Oh, yes, I know there have been... A few we may have lost to sickness or tragedy, but we must remember, it wasn't God who took them. No, God is good, and the devil is bad. As scripture tells us, the thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy. But Jesus came to give us life. And I like the Living Bible translation of John 10.10. 10. The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy my purpose is to give life in all its fullness an abundant life is what i'd say yes life not death choose life and all the promise and all its promises we know as believers the devil is a thief a liar and a deceiver but we know the truth and the truth has set us free and he who the son has set free is free indeed like that free indeed I like that free indeed should should have no need or lack thereof. Jesus is the truth, our Redeemer and Savior. We as followers must remain vigilant and sober-minded as to not let the devil fool or deceive us. We must stay observant and alert as watchmen on guard, not to be caught sleeping. Remember the scripture just as Jesus found his disciples sleeping in the garden in his time of prayer of Luke 22:45, And when he arose from prayer and had come to his disciples, he found them sleeping, exhausted from their grief. That's the living Bible version. And I'm sure the day was a very emotional and trying time for them, knowing that Jesus was headed to the cross, knowing what Jesus had told them, foretold them ahead of time, that he would be uh, crucified, that he was willing to lay down his life and do God's will. It was a very emotional and trying time for them, I'm sure. Yes, we as Christians come to realize that life can throw us many distractions and obstacles to keep us from fulfilling fulfilling our God-given destiny. They would cause us to to grow weary, but we must remain alert and awake in a constant state of readiness. The word wakefulness means the process of paying close and continuous attention, being conscious and alert. Romans 13, 14. Another reason for right living is that you know how late it is. Time is running out. Awaken from your slumber, rub the sleepiness from your eyes, for the coming of the Lord returns, return is, is nigh. James 5 7 through 8. Now, as for you, dear brothers who are waiting for the Lord's return, be patient like a farmer who waits until autumn for his precious harvest to ripen. Yes, be patient and take courage, for the coming of the Lord is near. Yes, we must be ready and awake. Vigilant in our living as to the righteousness of God. For we are his children. And we must listen for the calling to pray and obey him. We are to be Christ-like as we are made in his image. Being faithful and loving. Living a most holy life. Now I know mo- most, some of us say, are saying that I'm living the best I know how. Well, Let me just say, your best is not good enough. Wow, did I just say that? Yes, I did. Our best is not good enough. I'm included in that too. If we could make heaven by simply living a good life, then Christ's death on the cross would have been for naught and in vain. But no, I say, Jesus gave his life for us because he loved us as the Father first loved us. He made it possible for all to be saved and live an eternal life. John 3.16, I'm sure many of you know the verse, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believeth in him shall, should have eternal life. And I will close with the 2, 2 Corinthians 5.21 of this part of the post. For he hath made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Yes, I'm sure as I have learned from my life as a Christian and a true believer that my life will always be true if I stray too true to my heart and soul in Christ. My calling is to continue to pray for healing and deliverance to all those in need. I continue to encourage and love all of the family members and our friends. So I say, let's stay in tune or should I say, in accordance to the truth, arise, awake, and arouse ourselves to be the watchmen of our loved ones who have yet to find Jesus. So God bless and send in lots of love. Now stay tuned for the live event, which will be happening, uh, well, I'd say it will happening tomorrow, but I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast later, the date would not uh, would be past due, which would be july thirty first of twenty twenty two but i 'm sure if you get on my facebook uh, page with the group post of living salt of the earth you 'd be able to pull it up uh, if not i 'd have it in my archive and you can I would um, send it to you but in the meantime, I would also like to expound since Podcast is a little bit easier to be able to expound on some stuff and give a little more explanation on stuff things that when I write I don't want to be too long winded and write too much to where somebody is overwhelmed or because I know from reading many many articles and many um books and sometimes just just um clips of. Uh, Scripture People trying to explain Scripture They can be a little long winded And they can be You'd have to read them a couple times Or even stop and read them over And pick up from where you left off Which I have done in the past So I say Just continue to Pick up your Bible Find a translation you like Um, The King James is, Is a good and uh, authorized version, but it can be hard to read, it can be hard to understand. That's why I like the Living Bible. Um, Dake's Bible is a very good study Bible. I recommend it highly, and I've used it many times, and I've done many um, studies on that because it has a lot of footnotes, has concordance, and I recommend it highly. I have one, and I have a concordance, I have a, Uh, vines. I have a lot of study tools. Uh, You can have put put apps on your on your phone um, because there's many apps for Bibles that you can put. Just make sure it has a resources that you can um, check back on Uh, like the Gateway Bible has many um, resources as far as encyclopedias dictionary Bible names um, sermon notes, commentaries, um, but just if you want to be able to learn and study the Word and Scripture, uh, because we as believers first must be the believer, right? Once you're saved, you, you have to read and transform your mind daily by the reading of the water of the Word, which transformed your mind. For we must crucify our flesh, because if we don't transform our mind, our fleshly body will take over, and then we'll go back and let the old man um, rule in our our lives, not only our physical life, but our spiritual life. For whatever you're feeding the most in your life, in your body, that's what's going to show up most, if you understand what I mean. Which... Even your physical body, you cannot go without food for too long before your body starts to um, be malnourished. Well, that can be spiritually too. If you're not reading your Bible, if you're not feeding yourself Scripture each and every day, and praying each and every day, having an open line of communication with the Father, then you're missing. The, you're missing the whole point of being a Christian, because when we pray, it says that we have an open line of communication with the Father. It's a two way communication. So even when we pray, we must be willing to listen because we, a lot of times when we do pray, God will answer us either in prayer, through prayer or through another um, third person And there will be, when he does answer, there will be confirmation. So we have to be observant. We have to be um, willing to be obedient to what we do here, because he will give instruction, instruction, and that instruction to function, the unction to function is what a lot of people like to say, which the Holy Spirit gives us the unction to function. So when we get that instruction, we must be willing to be obedient to that word because that is what the whole point of praying is. So when we're praying for somebody, sure, we're lending them our faith. We're we're praying in a prayer of agreement. A prayer of agreement is a mighty thing because the three-bound cord is not easily broken as it says in Ecclesiastes. And so when we pray, and we come in a prayer of agreement. Even in uh, in the four Gospels, it says, uh, "When you pray in a prayer of agreement, that whatever you ask, it shall be done." And even if you ask, and if it's in God's, you know, in, ob- in obedience to God's will or in line with God's will, then He will answer. So we must continue to be faithful. Continue to be holy. Continue to live a righteous life for we are the righteousness of God and we have been made righteous by the blood of Jesus and by the victory that he's won on Calvary. So we continue to live righteous, we continue to go to church, continue to listen to the sermons, continue to study the Bible, if you're a true disciple, then you will want to study the Bible. O Israel, hope in the Lord, for with the Lord there is unfeeling love. His redemption overflows, according to Psalms 137. 130, verse 7. Now, I will be reading scripture as, as I continue to speak and I continue to leaf through uh, my Bible and continue to edify the body of Christ. And I hope and pray that those who are in need will reach out and ask for prayer. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water, according to John 38. Because we do have rivers of living water flowing out of our belly. And they and I'm not saying a belly as as we know it, it comes out from the inner, inner, out of us, out of our heart, and inner self being. So the living water is, as Jesus said, it's a living water. And so as he said, that's why I called this podcast "Salt of the uh, Yeah." salt of the earth. We are the living salt of the earth because it's a combination of living, living water but also salt of the earth. And we as salt of the earth, we are the preservative, pre- preserving factor on this earth. Because if you think about it, if we, once we got saved, if God took us as soon as we got saved, then how would, we, how would others be saved? I mean, there would be no point for us to be hanging, you know, it would be, yes, it would be nice, I almost say nice, but that would be kind of pointless because we're, we're saved for a reason, because we are the salt of the earth, and he's left us here to be able to be an enhancing factor to those around us, because we are the... um salt being the salt what does salt do it causes people to thirst right so we around people that aren't yet saved or aren't christian then they see if we're filled with and have fruits of the spirit then they see that fruit and they see that and they say why i I want some of what you got it's not some of what i got because i got jesus and jesus is the bread of life Yes, He is the bread of life. He is the living water that, that flows through us. For he, when He gives us the living water, we shall never thirst. Right? According to Scripture. And then shall he, they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. According to Luke twenty one twenty seven. Yes, we shall see the Son of Man coming. And the time is coming soon and he shall return and we must be ready. Yes, we must be awake. As I said before in my um, post. And then I saw a white cloud and seated on the cloud was someone like the Son of Man, according to Revelations 14, 14. So yes, we must be awake. We must be alert. We must be the watchmen on guard for our families, not only for ourselves. You know, I heard it once say that there's only one thing better than knowing that you're going to heaven, and that's taking somebody with you. That's the best thing we can do, is taking somebody with you, hopefully a loved one, friends. I know since I've been saved, um, I have talked to people, planted seeds, and even led a couple to to Christ, but th- I can't stop there. I have to keep going. I have to keep praying for those that are sick, those that are brokenhearted, those that need deliverance from drugs and alcohol. So, because there's there's deliverance in the Word, for the Word, Jesus is the Word made flesh. And he came to this earth to set us free, as I stated before in my post. And he who the Son has set free is free indeed. Yes, and greater is he that is in me than he is in the world. And even as I speak about that, we think about Ephesians 6 when it talks about the whole armor of God. The whole armor of God is something that we must learn to put on every day. And people say, well, yes, I have my whole armor of God. You know but i like to put it on every day by speaking it forth and i say a a prayer each and every day about speaking forth that that whole armor of god and i actually touch and pray over my body and i clap my hand over my head and say thank you lord for the helmet of salvation for yeah, my salvation, Lord, continue to touch my mind, Father Lord, and I cast down every thought, every imagination that tries to exalt itself against the word of God. And I thank you for the breastplate of righteousness, Lord, even as you protect my emotions today and continue to give me a heart and a desire to seek you, Lord, to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, and to know, Father Lord, that I have been made righteous by the blood, Lord. And I thank you for the victory He's won on Calvary. The girdle of truth that I speak all today, and now the truth has set me free. And he who the Son has set free is free indeed, and greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The sandals of peace with the righteousness of your gospel, that I walk in a peace that surpasses all understanding, for his chastisements of peace are upon me. And with the shield of faith to quench all the fiery darts of temptation, and with the sword of the Spirit that I use with all the authority you have given me as a man of God. And I thank and I praise the Lord each and every day for that whole armor of God. According to Amos 4.13, he changes the dawn into darkness and walks over the mountains of the earth. His name is the Lord God, all-powerful. Yes, he is all-powerful. And oh, what an awesome God he is. And I thank you, Father Lord, for the scriptures that you give me today. And I thank and I praise you, Lord, as I continue to pray for those, Father Lord, that are listening, Lord. You touch them, continue to give them revelation, knowledge, continue to give them your anointing, Father Lord, your burden-removing, yoke-destroying, anointing, Lord, whatever they need, Father Lord. If they need healing, Father Lord, I speak your healing touch to be upon them, Father Lord. For we know that you are Jehovah Rafi, the God that healeth. You are Jehovah Jireh, a God of our provision. So we shall not want, and we thank you, Father Lord. You are Jehovah Shalom. The god of our peace lord and we thank and we praise you father lord for each and everything according to second timothy 4 5 but you keep your eye on what you're doing accept the hard times along with the good keep the message alive do a thorough job as god's servant and that's second timothy 4 5 and that's something that we must learn to do as christians for we are servants ministers are servants of God, and we're to serve and to be servants. Not not one to be put up on a pedestal and to be admired or or to be idolized. No, we're not to be idolized. That's something that I had to tell myself. I'm not doing this. I'm not trying to be famous. I'm not trying to be... um, a televangelist i just want to speak the truth i want to be able to speak from my heart i want to be able to help other people encourage and love anybody that knows me knows that i am a loving person and a a patient person first peter 5 8 be alert and sober-minded your enemy the devil prowls around like a loin roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And I talked about the devil earlier, about him being a liar and a deceiver. And he will deceive. He is the great deceiver. Because if we remember, right, that the devil was created, he wasn't created evil, no. He was created in the perfect, perfect being, right? He was the, the choir master. He was the... The lead worshipper, he led the worship, praise and worship in heaven, but then when he actually got to the point to where he thought he was better than God or, or mightier than God because he was so proud, he said, "Well, how could God, a perfect God, create a, an an evil person?" And that's what I'm trying to say. He didn't create an, an evil person, but he created angels like he created man to have a free choice he did not create robots to be um, commanded so that they would follow and do whatever he asked them to do or tell them command them to do no he gives us the angels free choice just as he gives us free choice and that's why it's so important for us to remember that yes we have free choice we can accept salvation the free gift of grace that God has sent his only son to die for us on the cross and we must remember that that is a free gift it's by grace that we are saved and our salvation is through the cross through the victory that Jesus won on, on the cross yes like I said before if we think we can live a good life and not accept Jesus and not, accept Jesus into our heart as our Redeemer, our Savior, knowing that he was born and he was crucified and died, was buried and rose again. Yes, he rose again. He is risen and he's resurrected and he lives in each and every one of us who is a believer. And I thank and I praise you for that. Psalm 59, 16, for you have been my defense and refuge in the time of trouble. But remember that the things that I speak of, the things that I I talk of, I continue to pray for those that need direction. Lord, just continue to. Lord, be kind to us. We have waited for your help. Give us strength every morning according to Isaiah 33, 2. And yes, that's something I like to try to do every morning. The first thing I say is, good morning, Lord. Um, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. And I thank you for a glorious day, Lord. And I thank you and I talk about I am blessed and highly favored. And on another podcast, I will explain about that I am blessed because that is a twofold, maybe even a threefold, um, declaration, right? And I won't go into it right now because I'm running out of time. I try to keep it around 30 minutes for the podcast, but I do like to be able to speak on the things, uh, more about, um, on the podcast than I do on my post. I hope you enjoy, um, the readings I've been giving you, and I, as I continue to read scripture and continue to enlighten you on salt, that we are the salt of the earth and that we are meant to be the enhancing flavor to preserve those around us. Because we have preserved the, the earth, right? No telling what God would, would have done had we not been the salt of the earth because salt also purifies right salt cleanses I mean when we go to the hospital they give a saline solution to fortify our bodies to cleanse our bodies right so think about that how much salt can do when we put down salt on an icy path it keeps us from slipping right so if we salt our words and and season our words with salt that means to be gracious right we have an answer for each and every person that ask a question but not to be condescending not to be judging but to be graceful gracious and to be truthful we can be truthful in a loving way and that be judging and condemning. And a lot of people will take, you know, if they take it, sometimes they can say, well, you're judging me. I said, no, I'm not judging you. I'm just trying to tell you the truth. I'm telling, speaking truth. And what the Bible says and what Jesus says and what Jesus said. Now I've heard many say, well, if Jesus was alive today, he would, he would march in that gay parade. Well, You know, maybe he would. But I guarantee you one thing, if he did, he'd be casting out devils. And he'd be saving some people. He wouldn't be waving the flag saying, oh yeah, more power to the gays. I don't think so. A lot of people say, you know, they think that he would. But that's my belief. But You can, you know, that's only what I can say through scripture. Because yes, he did. He did dying with sinners, the tax collectors and the and the fallen women, of course, you know, uh Mary Magdalene, those who weren't um considered to be righteous, those who weren't considered to be the Gentiles, as the Jews looked down on the Gentiles, as they looked down on the Samaritans. But we he walked in love and he had a, a very loving nature. He came to free us, not to condemn us. He came to free us from the law of sin and death. He did not come to condemn us. He did not come with a club to beat that law over our heads. Yes, the, the law is a schoolmaster, and now we have a greater covenant through the blood covenant of Jesus Christ. But we have to be loving and can to be um, very um, gracious to the people around us. Yes, sin sin is sin, no matter what it is. But if we have been saved by the blood of Jesus and we are redeemed from the law of sin and death, then yes, even even we as Christians, when we sin, we are to repent and to, to ask forgiveness of that sin. If we have to repent of that sin, we don't go back to it. And that's one of the things that we must learn, that if we keep doing it over and over, yes, each time we repent of it, then God forgets it. He doesn't remember the 20 times you did, you know, um, got drunk or or swore or or hit your um, child or got angry at somebody. No, he doesn't remember them sins because as far as the East is from the West, then those sins are f- are forgotten. So each time you repent, he forgets some sins and you're forgiven them if you are true, have a true and sincere and repentant heart. So as I continue to pray and ask God, fill us with your love every morning, then we will sing and rejoice all our lives according to Psalms ninety fourteen. And I'll end with that saying, sing each and every morning, rejoice awake from your sleep and stay vigilant, stay sober-minded and continue to pray for those around you. Continue to be a good witness, continue to let your light shine and just be the, the salt that God wanted you to be and the light that God created you to be as a child of God. For you are his child, and he is our father. So, thank you for listening. Have a great day. God bless and sending lots of love.